My name is Bobby. I'm a paramedic with 27 years of experience in EMS and fire. And my name is Jason, and I'm a retired paramedic with 20 years experience in EMS and fire. And together we're... Paramedics? Unscripted. On this show, everything is on the table. We'll talk about burnout in the business, calling 911 for non-emergency reasons, Holly Pharmacy, frequent flyers, the current housing market, the financial system, BS doctor office visits, or anything else we want to, all from a paramedic's point of view. And why? Because we're paramedics. Unscripted. Welcome back into Paramedics Unscripted. I'm your co-host, Jason. I'm here with my co-host, Bobby, for episode number 37. What's up, Bobby? Jason, happy Pride Month. <laughs> happy Pride Month. No, I'm not making what? fun of that. That's not funny. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's no, funny we- how everybody, everything now has like its own month, its own day. It just gets kind of like, I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. We're just kidding. Every, we, we, yeah. yeah. It's fine. You know. Like, whatever you want to do. Like, I'm not here to judge anybody. I just think it's, I just think it's annoying that, like, every Shoot, single I, thing. I, make, I make fun of you when you put, like, uh, West Virginia Mountaineer flags up, man. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Exactly. But it's like, you know how it is. Same like, you look, thing. We're, we're, we're equal opportunity discriminators. That's what, that's what we are. Yeah, but you know how, like, when you look on your, like, Google calendar and then and you have it set for, like, the holiday stuff or whatever, and then it pops up, like, taco day or like just everything has a day now pencil day you know it's just like okay enough well no i mean some of these days i hear about like for instance someone said i can't remember it was like the other days i was like it's national donut day are you gonna have a donut i'm like what in the fuck are you talking about yeah i haven't it's like is there okay i know margarita day i know uh which most of the time is uh you know, uh, Cinco de Mayo, but sure, uh, sure. apparently there's another day that's Margarita Day, which is, hey, that's fine. Yeah, it's but an everyday really like, Margarita Day, to be fair. There's like, but it's like, is there like a tomatoes or red day? I mean, come on. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you if you make everything have a, a day or a month, I'm not saying they shouldn't have it. That's not what I'm saying. But like if, if everything has its own day or month or whatever, then nothing special. Right. You're not really celebrating anything because you're celebrating everything. You see what I'm saying? It's kind of the, yeah. I don't know. Cause I, it's, it's my whole thing. We've talked about this before, but it's my whole thing with like, like holidays, just, just like holidays with gift giving and stuff like that's all hallmark shit. You know what I mean? Like a lot of it's just built. It's all industry based. It's all business based. Cause they're all trying to like, you know, run the sales, get you to buy more shit. Like it's the same kind of concept, you know? So, right. But anyway, enough of that shit, but it's, it's fine. You know, whatever, uh, like I've always said, what you've said, you do you. Yeah. That's, that's all, that's all that matters. Yeah. You know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, who cares? Yeah. And like around here, I don't see anything really where I live. I don't see anything real exciting about, you know, any sort, any months to be fair. Like there's no month other than like Christmas time, you know, <laughs> like that you see anything different, you know, that's the only thing you ever see different around here. So, well, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it's, that's totally fine too. Yeah. You know, that's like, you know, you and I have plenty of, of, you know, gay and lesbian friends that are, that celebrate pride month. And that's, I think that's freaking great. You know, I'm, we're not making fun of it. We're just, you know, we're, we're just uh, poking just a little joke. That's about it. You yeah. know, just like we poke, we poke jokes at one another. Yeah. Why not? About right? bullshit. We, when you poke jokes at things, that's because, you know, you're in a sense, you're showing your appreciation. <laughs> I make fun of myself more than anybody. So <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. kind of like they say, it's like, if they're not fucking with you, that means they don't like you. Yeah. But they don't they care. Fucking too. With yeah. you, they like you and they care. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's all, that's all we're doing. Yeah. So I've been teaching my daughter too, is like, as we, as she's been getting older too, is like, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Right. Like, like you don't, now you don't have to laugh at like, cause my daughter, you know, she's a kid. So she'll screw up and do stupid stuff every once in a while, just like we all did, you know? And, and I still do. Um, but she'll do something. And of course she feels embarrassed because she did something stupid. And I'm like, hey, that's totally normal response, right? To feel embarrassed when you do something stupid. However, hindsight, it's hilarious when you think about it. And then it's like a great story sometimes, depending on the situation, it could be a great story. You know, it's like, I think oh, I yeah. told this on the podcast where we had an uh, EMS story where we had a lady called 911 because she was having, she was experiencing a UTI. So she went to drink. She was with her friend at her house and they were like two ladies there just hanging out during the day. Right. And she went to drink a, a, a little, um, like energy drink size little vial thing of cranberry extract because she had a UTI and that she wanted to do that like kind of like home remedy recommended thing to do. But it right? was cranberry slash energy drink? No, no, it was just cranberry, like okay, extract, okay. whatever. So she went to do that. Well, she 
went in the cabinet. She was talking to her friend. You know, probably they were drinking. I'm going to guess. I don't remember. But like they went in the thing and she pulled it out and she chugged it. Like you just see this little thing. So she just chugged it's like a shot. You know, it's like an ounce. And so she chugged the thing to get it in her system. And as soon as she did it, she realized that it was habanero extract. And she had it in the cabinet next to it, and it was roughly the same size vial, so she wasn't paying attention. Oh, I remember you Yeah, yeah, yeah. So her throat closed up immediately as soon as they hit her throat. Her throat was like, fuck off, you know what I mean? And she couldn't breathe, of course, and all this stuff. And then, But she got it in her mouth and in her throat, so it was burning. Obviously, it's habanero extract. Right. And she called out one, whatever. And we get, her engine gets there, and then we get there later on after the engine. And she's fine now. I mean, she's still in massive pain, but she can breathe fine. You know, she's snotted a lot everywhere, but she's fine. And we're talking to her and, you know, like, Hey, do you want to go to the hospital? Um, there's really nothing they're going to do, but you know, uh, if you want to go to the hospital, you can, if you don't want to, your friend's here, she can watch you, you know, you're fine. You know what I mean? And, and she's like, no, I think I'm fine now. And she'd been drinking milk at this point and all that other stuff and water and different things, right. To try to remedy it and ice cream or whatever she had out. I don't remember. And, and then I was like, Hey, now, you know, cause I had to have her sign a refusal, of course. And I was like, now this sucks. You know, right. I can only imagine the pain you're in right now. Tomorrow, this is a hilarious story. You know, you know what I mean? So, like, that's how you have to look at stuff. Like, like I was, and then she was laughing. Her friend was laughing. I was like, yeah, this is going to be a funny story down the road once you know you're fine. You know? I mean, I, I, I take, uh, I'm a big fan of cayenne extract. I take cayenne extract every day. I put, you know, a full drop. I, I mean, it's the pure extract. I, I get it from Amazon and it's, uh, it's in the purest form from this particular company I order from off of Amazon and it, uh, you know, it's hundred percent organic and all that bullshit. But, and I, I'm saying this is what I do. I'm not telling anybody to do this. You know, if you even think about it, do your own research or talk to your doctor before you do anything like this. But I take it because cayenne pepper is known to be one of the most natural blood thinners out there. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I, I didn't either until not too long ago. And uh, shit, shoot me that link. Yeah, and I, I like I take a full dropper of the extract because you know it's super concentrated, and I put it in my usually my first cup of coffee in the morning because you know it's like one of many. <laughs> yeah, we, it, we, I, we know, I, Bobby. We know. <laughs> you know, I put it, and it just it. I mean, if you if you don't, and plus, cayenne has a lot of other health benefits. Um, but like I said, it's known to be a a good uh, blood thinner and somewhat dilator. So it, it, uh, um, I started making it, you know, part of my daily routine and it, uh, it tastes good because, you know, you know me, I love hot peppers and, uh, I love spicy food and it's, it, it might be hard to take for some people. They might not be able to take as much as I do, but, uh, like for instance, my wife, um, wanted to try it and she has to take like a quarter of what I do because it's that, I mean, it, it, it kind of has a, a throat hit in the back, you know, cause it, it's, it's hot. And, um, you know, it's like putting like 20 fireballs and letting them melt in your coffee. And that's basically kind of the spiciness uh, fireballs. That's why it, it to help buffer it. You might want to use like some agave or honey. Milk to, to help to help buffer. <laughs> or so yeah, some some cream. creamer, yeah, or something. Yeah. But the only thing is, I don't. I mean, I drink most of the time. I drink black coffee anyway. So that's what I do. Yeah. But but yeah. So it, it uh, and plus I don't want anything to possibly, you know, neutralize the acid. That's just me. I just because I want the full effect. So that's uh, like I what, said. I'm what not, made you try I'm that? I would never think to try that in coffee. What made you think to try that? In um, coffee? I just it was one of those things where. Um, you can either take the extract or you can take, uh, you can get regular cayenne uh, pepper grounds from like, say your grocery store for like six bucks. Sure. And you can, you can take like a, start out with a teaspoon and just spoon that into like a, like a full eight ounce glass of water and just chug it down. Um, I just decided to get the extract because I can take more at one time and it, I'm not going to have all the floaties, you know, and I, I can have it with something that I'm going to drink every day anyway. And something that's hot. And you don't have and, like the, uh, no pun intended, the back end effect. No, that's uh, of course that's, that was, <laughs> that was one of the first things my wife asked. And that was one of the first things I was on my mind too. And, uh, no. And, uh, it, you can definitely 
when you when you first start doing it, you definitely get the the sweats a little bit, and you know you can feel your pores just freaking opening up. But it, it, uh, it and it definitely helps with energy. Um, at least for me, I can't speak for everybody else, but uh, but yeah, we are not uh, doctors. But I mean, um, uh, it, I guess there's proof out there that it actually is the closest. You know, it's the one of the best natural blood thinners out there. But I mean, is it supposed to be better than like like uh, fish oil or krill oil or anything like that? Um, I I haven't. Uh, I know that's obviously very popular. Like. Well, the the fish oil and the, and the and the krill oil that's that's going to be good for like you know breaking down you know for lowering your cholesterol. Uh, as far as a thinner, I I don't know with the with the fish or the krill oils. Even though I take it every day, yeah, I do krill. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't do fish oil because you got to take like when you compare regular fish oil to like krill oil. Krill oil is concentrated like one tablet or one capsule of krill oil is the equivalent of like eight regular fish oil tabs and you don't burp it up every day and taste it like you do with regular fish oil. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. So I take, uh, you know, I take krill oil every day. I mean, what I do, like I said, I'm not telling, saying this for anybody else. This is just me. Um, cause I've heard physicians say this before too. I, I, I take, you know, what the recommended dose is, I times that by two. So I just, I take double the dose. Yeah. I take two a day of the, the like krill, oil, the red bottle you yeah. get at Costco. I'll take two yeah. of those a day. Yeah. Are you getting the, the tall little slender bottle? Um, no, it's like, or a, are you getting mega red? I'd have to go look. I, it's just the little, it's a little, I don't know, like a six, seven inch bottle, something like that. Yeah. There's a, there's another brand they have. It comes in like a, a I know what you're talking about. The one that's bottle. like thin, but it's really tall. Yeah. I don't know how. That, yeah. Don't that that's, one. that's, that's literally the best you can buy. Oh, really? Yeah. And plus it, they give you a little bit more per, per, uh, like, co- like the concentrate kind of thing you mean is more yeah. like the tire concentrated. Yeah. And it, apparently it's more pure. Yeah. I don't know what, the, you, I don't remember the brand they get, but it's always like, I don't know. It's like 20, 25 bucks, something like that, but they always have a sale. Right. Well, you, I mean, and it's worth it because you get like, say, Megared is usually the main brand, and everybody else is kind of copied off of them. But uh, Megared, like, you could get at say a drugstore like CVS or Walgreens or whatever, you get like a moderate sized bottle for like it used to be like thirty nine bucks. I don't know what it is now, but if you go to like Costco or Walmart, it's like almost half that. Yeah, you Costco's know, so. by far like not the. I mean, I love Costco, so I don't mind promoting them, but. We're not a sponsor. They're not a sponsor or anything, but their um, medicine, like, well, their pharmacy is great too, but except you have to right. go to Costco every time. So if you don't live near a Costco, that's kind of, you know, maybe not as convenient, but, but um, yeah, they're, they're like uh, vitamin selection and their prices and stuff are amazing. Well, and that, and to answer your question, one of the reasons why I started, uh, actually a friend of mine sent me information about it. And I, like I said, I, out of all the natural supplements that I'm into, I, I'd never heard that before. And then I did a little bit of research, you know, because I was I was interested and in, never heard what. Cayenne. What did you know about? Hear? Oh, the cayenne part about the cayenne uh, uh, extract. Yeah, the cayenne extract, and uh, I looked at some. Um, you know, some people were like some of the stuff I would find out was like it, it, there were seminars where it's like you know if uh, someone drops you know with a heart attack and you, you don't have any nitroglycerin, you know, try to give them some cayenne, you know, pepper or, or, you know, or if you don't have any aspirin, I'm thinking to myself, I don't know about that. I mean, that was kind of hard to swallow, but at the same time, what the hell do I know? You know, <laughs> these people, these people could be onto something. And, and the, the more I hear out there, the, the more I like, which is why I decided to give it, especially since I'm on the juice, you know, I'll keep my blood thin every chance I get. You know, yeah, I just, yeah I send me that I link, man. I don't, don't, don't want to take, take a look any, at that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to take any, you know, I mean, I mean, taking, I don't want to, if you can take something natural over something chemical, I'll do that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Yeah, I take, I mean, I take extra vitamin C every day too, for that right. same reason. Cause my doctor um, back in Virginia, he, you know, he was telling me that he was like, yeah, you can do that. Cause actually that's one of the side effects of it is that it thins your blood too. And, right. it's, and it's vitamin C. So if you take a little bit extra, it's going to help you stay, you know, hopefully not get sick as much. And I right. very, very, very rarely ever get really sick. So, right. I don't know. Which is, yeah. Yeah. So I think it and all think, has like benefits too, you know? And if people want to, and I was telling you, I think I said something about this on one of the previous podcasts uh, during the 
when the whole pandemic stuff was going on. Um, that it, you know, it's a good chance. That was a good chance for people to get healthy as far as, you know, staying up. The best thing you can do is staying up on your, you know, your vitamin C, your zinc, your selenium, uh, vitamin D. Um, but I, one of the best ways to get all those at one time, especially during that time, easy is to buy the airborne tabs. You know, that stuff that I think it was, it came out with, I mean, 25 years ago by like a, a school teacher. And um, they started calling it airborne, you know, because it was people wanted to take it before they went on flights or whatnot. Since you were in such an enclosed space with so many different people with poor airflow, and uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing because of the COVID crap with airplanes. But go oh, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. yeah. So, um, so that's a good way to get your vitamin C. You know, I, I used to do that during the whole pandemic stuff. Uh, I took it twice a day, you know, and I still take it once a day. Um, but I take it twice a day. So if people want to get extra vitamin C at a to absorb quickly, that's a that's a good way to do it. You yeah. Know, yeah, uh, yeah. Plus, you're well, getting now your they have like they have emergency too. too. Yeah, they have yeah, the emergency. Too. But the only thing I don't like about it, emergency is good too, but it also has uh, has a lot of uh, has more added sugar in it. I think, but I mean, don't quote me on that. But, yeah, I don't. Uh, my wife takes that. I don't, I don't take that stuff, but she'll yeah. take it. Like if she's starting to feel sick, sometimes she'll juice up on that. But I was right. telling her, I'm like, hey, I got I got thousand milligram like vitamin C capsules in the thing. Plus, I take a multivitamin every day, so like, I was like, yeah, yeah I'm like pretty much overdosing on vitamin C. But you know, it's all what it is, you know. Well, I mean, and th- th- to get back to to natural, um, you know, remedies. I mean, talking about vitamin C, I mean, way you know, a number of years ago, like you know, several hundred plus years ago, and. uh you had uh, explorers and, and merchants, you know, going exploring the seas and whatnot, or you know, shipping around the world for finding new trade routes and whatnot. Um, one of the biggest problems they had was uh, scurvy. Yeah, was a common problem, and they didn't know what caused it. They didn't know for years what caused it, and people were dying from it. And all scurvy is is a vitamin C deficiency. So as soon as they started taking citrus on the boats, they didn't have a problem. Yeah, they're like, you know, ha- have an orange and everything's cured. Yeah, and sometimes it's, yeah, and sometimes it's just, uh, and they, I think, I don't know how many years they went trying to figure out what was going on until they found out that it was just, oh, we're deficient in vitamin C. And it just took adding, you know, high-potent fruits, such as citrus fruits, with vitamin C, you know, and that's that's all they do. Yeah, that's funny, like, yeah. But then you have like you'll have like in our in our times now. Obviously, that was way back in the day or whatever, right? When they didn't know about that. But now in our times, it's sometimes you'll find remedies that are the same kind of situation where it's like you could take this pharmaceutical drug, or you could look up and find like more natural remedies uh, or maybe vitamins that aren't like doctor prescribed. You know that you can just get over the counter that are a heck of a lot cheaper and they might have the same side effects you're looking for. You know they might have the same kind right. of thing. We're not doctors. We're not recommending anything, but. But, you know, you can do your research on that and try stuff and see if it works for you, you know? Right. Or if they had something similar to scurvy, you know, today and they couldn't figure out what it was. And then they found out, oh, well, we developed this this chemical product that'll take care of it. Just take that. And then when someone finds out, well, no, all it is is a vitamin C deficiency, then, of course, now you have the problem for pharmaceutical companies trying to block you from getting that information out because you can't patent nature and you can't, you know, or you'll have them try to demonize it, you know, along with other agencies to. Yeah. And you can't say it's a cure and stuff like that. E- exactly. And, and um, because they can't make money off of it. Yeah. And that, that is, if you really think about it, that is just such a, it just goes to show you in the medical industry uh, how uh, just money driven, just, a huge industry in treating the symptoms instead of taking care of the problem. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you've said that, I mean, I've definitely said in my life that since the beginning of, that I can remember is like this, the whole country, the whole world pretty much, but we'll just talk about the United States is driven by oil company stuff and pharmaceutical. They run the world because that they are so big. And like you said, they will both those things. If you try to, you come up with a, a you know, you've all heard the story of the guy that came out with a car that could drive on tap water, you know, oh, yeah. and, and then magically, he disappears. Disappeared. And, yeah, he disappears. And so does his science. Yeah, and so the science disappears, or they have like all that different stuff, right? Or I remember, I remember when I was uh, 
like a, I was an electrician assistant. This is out of high school, whatever. I remember that. And then I was talking to like my guy and he was telling me a story about someone that came up with a tire, like a car tire that whatever the con, I don't know what it was made out of. Right. But the compound they made, it never lost tread. So you buy the tires, you buy four tires for a car and you never need to buy new tires. They don't wear down. They always stay at whatever it's made out of. Right. And obviously no tire company wants that. Right. Because they'd be out of, I mean, they'd make four sales for you for per car, but that'd be it. They would never make the re the redo sales every 60,000 miles, or whatever. So allegedly he was telling me the story that allegedly Goodyear found out about it. Obviously Goodyear is a huge tire brand and they just sent the guy a check, like a blank check. And they just said, yeah, put out whatever, what do I put? He's like, whatever fuck you want. You know, well, and I then mean, they bought the thing yeah. off it because that doesn't matter. It doesn't, even if he puts like a billion dollars, it doesn't matter because in the scheme of like a hundred years, they're going to wait, make way more sales than that. You see what I'm saying? Like over the time with everybody, because an average car, you keep it for, I don't know, let's say a hundred thousand miles. You're probably going to change your tires at least once, probably twice, you know? And if you keep your car longer than that, it's going to go more than that. And if you live in an area where you have snow and regular tires and stuff like that, I mean, you're going to be buying stuff all the time. And then imagine, and then all the blowouts and stuff people have and the, you know, so just stuff like that. Like, yeah, they come on, man. Well, what you're, what you're saying too is also people need to, especially since it's a huge topic of uh, discussion over the past number of years now, several years, is going full electric. And um, look, I'm all for electric power, like, like alternative uh, you know, energy. I'm all for it. A sustainable alternative, I, I'm all for it. Okay. But one, you can't just flip a light switch when we don't even really have an infrastructure established to, you know, facilitate it yet. Um, but even if we did hypothetically say we did and we had like all these solar farms and, uh, and wind farms, yeah, you know, but, that too. right. But when it comes to all of that generated, all that energy being generated by wind or solar, that generate that, that, uh, energy has to go somewhere, which is, which is where the batteries come in. And those batteries are made with, you know, minerals and metals that come out of the ground, such as cobalt, such as lithium, you know, and et cetera. And when it comes to producing those batteries, one, there's going to come a time when those batteries uh, need to be disposed of and disposing of those batteries is going to be, you know, producing those batteries and disposing of those batteries are going to be more harmful to the environment at this point than, you know, fossil fuels. Um, and that's the truth. Me personally. Other, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. And the other thing that people need to think about that's not being talked about enough when it comes to, okay. One of the points of sustainable and clean energy is also you want to be independent of anything and anybody else as far as, you know, another nation or whatnot. But when it comes to producing those batteries, when it comes to, you know, digging those minerals out of the ground, you know, there are certain parts of the world that hold and have massive, you know, um, you know, a massive amounts of those minerals under the ground. And a majority of those areas, guess who's bottom up? Right. Give you one guess. Not China. Not, yeah, I was going to say not America. China. China, <laughs> China. China has bought up. They have cornered, you know, all these mines in Africa, um, the Middle East. Like, as soon as we left Afghanistan, guess who was there right behind us after we left to make a deal with the Taliban and purchase one of the biggest mineral reserves on the planet? Oh, China. sure. Well, that, and well that's what I'm not only It's not only Africa and the Middle East. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's South America. It's, and so people need to think about that for a second before like, Oh yeah, we need to go, you know, fuck fossil fuels. It's like, you know, we need to go pure electric by such and such a date. It's like, all right, say we do that. One, we don't have the infrastructure and two, say we did, you know, we're still going to be now even more so not only under, you know, dependent on somebody else for our energy. We're also now going to be dependent on China all across the board as far as, how we're going to get those minerals to produce the batteries. And, you know, 
people need to think about that for a second. If that, if we switch, that's our main energy source because that's all we know as far as electric now is like wind, solar, you know, no one wants to go nuclear because they're afraid. I get it. But if those batteries are produced and the only way they're produced is because we have to purchase those minerals from China, you know, they could shut that down at any time. And then we're really screwed. Yeah, and no one, no one wants to talk about that. They just think that we can switch. Um, now, if we want to go to true, you know, sustainable energy or renewable, clean energy that is free and just, you know, unlimited, that's where I think uh, a lot of Nikola Tesla's science was suppressed um, when it comes to things like, you know, zero-point energy. And, you know, dealing with the uh, magnetic field and fabric, you know, surrounding the planet. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I only know a little bit about it, like everybody else. But, uh, you know, that seems more like the ticket than what we're being, you know, kind of forced into these days. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on a tangent. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I think it's uh, like, well, for me, I, I don't really care about the environment as much like I'm not, I don't use that as my main uh, point of deci of deciding anything. Cause I think some of that's all bullshit anyway, but, right. but like my thing is I'd love to get off the, the fucking fossil fuel tit of Saudi Arabia or whatever. Cause I think that'd be wonderful. However, I agree with you. Like, f first of all, electric cars and electric trucks they have out now are badass. If you ever, if you haven't been in one or you don't know someone that has one, uh, I don't know if you can rent them. I, I'm sure you can somewhere, um, but like, but ride in, like go ride in one and you'll understand like, how dumb our technology is <laughs> like combustion engines compared to like that. Like the, like it's just like literally you're, you're like stopped at a, wherever you are. And then you point to where you want to go. Right. And let's pretend there's no traffic or anything you have to worry about. Right. And you hit your accelerator, which would be your gas pedal, but now it's not really a gas pedal. And you hit that. And then you're there. Like there is no, it's so fast. It's like unbelievable. It's like full power, full torque. As soon as you hit the switch and it's awesome, I, but I don't think as an infrastructure, like you said, regardless even of the battery part, don't even go down that road yet, in my opinion. Like, we're not there yet because our batteries don't go long enough range yet. And they haven't figured out things like, for instance, uh, you know, let's say you have a battery that gets you like 400 miles, which would be pretty good for people, right? That's pretty, that's kind of what everybody's trying to shoot for is in that range um, on a full charge. Well, cool, but that doesn't work when you're towing a vehicle. That doesn't work when you're in a cold climate. Like, everything's go goes way down when you're in those two environments. So they have to come up with something else still. It's still not quite there. And you have to have enough service stations and fast chargers. Like super, cause no one's going to like, cause that's the thing. Cause I've, I've been talking, I talked to my wife about this a long time ago. Cause when Tesla started doing their stuff for a while and I was like, Oh, that's really interesting. Like, that's really cool. And then you, you realize that like, okay, it would take like 10 hours to drive from here to here in your regular car. And you have to stop like once to get gas or twice to get gas or whatever. Right. No big deal. You stop five minutes, you're back on the road. Maybe 10 minutes if you have to take a leak or something. And, but on a, but when, when you have something like that where you're taking like an electric vehicle, you have to stop, charge. Sometimes those take like an hour, you know, 30 minutes, whatever, whatever. It depends on obviously your situation, how much you're trying to charge it to. But that adds a lot of time. And it's like, it's fine if you can stop for dinner and go in and have dinner while it's charging. That's cool. But that's not going to work out every time you have to charge. And they don't have the infrastructure around the United States still. They have it a lot of places, like in here in Huntsville area, like we have charging places where you can go and they're at the malls and stuff like that. And you can find places that have them and hotels. A lot of times we'll have a couple, couple ones, but that doesn't mean they're all fast chargers either. So that's part of the problem too. It's just not quite there. And the battery length of the battery time, the duration of your, your charge isn't quite there, you know? So the, right. The, and the other problem is say, and I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're the good. problem is say, say by some magic force, they were able to, to come up with a massive infrastructure to facilitate it as far as charging stations and whatnot. Like you said, people need to understand that they're not going to just be able to zip into the gas station real quick and fill up and then be on their way. They're going to have to be willing to sit for, you know, 25, 30 minutes. And they, or more, they, they yeah. might not, yeah, and they might not get a full charge with that. Yeah, oh, you, you won't. Know? And you like won't, you said, yeah. when it comes to, as everybody knows, you know, bad, like you said, when it comes to weather conditions, especially in cold weather, that's going to affect the life of the battery as far as how it's going to keep a charge. I mean, that's why you hear about like uh, electric cars and like say the Dakotas when it gets, you know, cold as balls in the wintertime. Are they going to, I mean, they've, they've been, 
talking about how, or any of the cold states or even up in Canada, how, you know, those batteries don't keep as much of a charge because it's so damn cold. And, um, but the other thing that, <laughs> that nobody wants to talk about, and it's, and in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion, it's one of the most, our weakest points in this country, one of the, that keeps us the most vulnerable, even for attack, is our power grid. Our power grid has not been updated in years and years and years. I mean, it's prehistoric compared to other nations of the world that are, you know, um, you know, <clears throat> first world nations. And, uh, you know, when it comes to like power stations, I think I heard the other day that there's like uh, close to 50,000 power stations in the United States, but it would take only taking out nine of them would affect the whole country and knock out power for the whole country, something like that. That's how vulnerable, you know, our, and don't quote me on that or people that are out there discreet, please check. Cause I'm just, you know, paraphrasing. Um, but we haven't been updated in so long and it would take nothing to knock it out. And all it would take is just a strategically placed EMPs, to completely take out the grid and then we're screwed. And I don't think people understand that. Yeah. If I think there were stats that I was looking at the other day that it was between if this whole country lost complete power, uh, between three days and two weeks, half this country would be gone. Wow more than half of this country because I mean, people need to understand when electricity shuts down, I mean, that water just doesn't magically come through their faucet. It takes electricity. Right, to right. Through. Yeah. It's going through pump stations. You know, and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that means supply chain stop, which means, you know, gas pumps stop, you know, which can't supply diesel fuel for the supply chains, which sewage plant stop, sewage plant stops. I mean, you're, it's, you're basically back to the stone age, literally. Yeah. And, um, and let's be honest, you know, everybody in this country has been so freaking pampered for the last three generations that they're not going to know what to do. I'm not saying everybody. I mean, there's plenty of people out there that would that have no problems living off the grid. But, I mean, when it when you talk to people, people are living in suburbs or living right outside of certain cities. I mean, if shit hits the fan, they're like, you know, it's like the blind leading the blind. You know, yeah, but you went down a whole other road there. <laughs> there you well, go no, there. but then also the other thing that needs to be discussed too, like majority of the transformers and processors that are in these power plants, where do you think they're manufactured for us? I'm sure I'll give you another hint. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure China, yeah, yeah. China. I mean, it, it <laughs> I mean, if you take a piece of paper and you draw a circle in the middle of that piece of paper and write the United States in that. And then you start adding little circles surrounding that circle that says United States. And they all are angles that China have surrounding us when it comes to, you know, they have us by the supply chain, you know, they have us by all of our goods and services that pretty much we produce are made in China. Um, uh, China owns most of our debt. Um, China owns a huge amount of farmland in this country. Uh, China owns a good, huge portion of a lot of businesses through other corporations in this country. Um, China owns a huge part of Hollywood. Uh, China owns, you know, a, a huge part of food companies in this in this country. And it just keeps going around that circle before, you know, I mean, they pretty much have us covered at all angles. And that's a scary thing. And uh, yet the biggest disorder I think that we have in this country that uh, that is denial. People don't believe it because it's like we've, here we are with a big bad United States that have, have two, protected by two oceans that if you really look at it, besides 9-11 and Pearl Harbor, we've never seen really any massive war destruction in this country at all. No one's seen it. 
unless they've gone overseas or to, to any to, to other countries. So people that live here that haven't been to war haven't experienced it, and they think that it's never going to happen. Or the United States, that'll never happen. To me, that's the biggest disorder in this country is the it will never happen in America disease because that's the Achilles heel, and that's where people are going to get, you know, they're going to come and they're going to take our fucking lunch and they're not going to believe it until it happens. So not to be a Debbie Downer, people need to start thinking about these things because you're not going to find this out from the mainstream media. They're never going to talk about that stuff. And they don't. Damn, we went way far away from from electric vehicles. Like, damn, dude. Yeah, because no, it starts. It starts because uh, you know when it, when when people want to talk about electric vehicles, they want they don't want to talk about okay. Well, let's just break that down for a minute, because as you said, you said you made the comment a little bit ago that you wanted to get off of the uh, you know yeah I wanted to get off the Saudi Arabian teat. Okay, what uh, the other thing that's not talked about is that's already happening. Okay, but you also got to remember one of the biggest things that's kept us the reserve currency of the world is being partners with Saudi Arabia. By having the petrodollar, you know, where majority of the world has to purchase American dollars before they can purchase their, their, their oil from Saudi Arabia and OPEC. You know, we've had that deal since 1972 when Kissinger went over there. You know, that's what basically kept us the primus as far as the reserve currency of the world when Nixon took us off the gold standard. Which, how we've had the right to basically print ourselves into oblivion and to keep us afloat and to pay our bills since then, which is why the market and everything is so volatile. Um, but as we've talked about before, there's what's called the BRICS nations that have been, uh, you know, that's mainly started within the past 15 years, which BRICS meaning Brazil, Russia, India, South Africa, and China. And they've all been doing bilateral deals to circumvent the dollar because they're tired of being underneath the thumbnail of the dollar as a reserve currency to conduct business and trade. And there's been from the, in the past, especially the past several years, other nations have been joining BRICS such as Venezuela, um, such as a whole lot of countries in Africa, um, such as now Saudi Arabia, which what does that mean? Saudi Arabia is now not selling their oils and dollars anymore. And that's, you'll, you will not hear that on the news, you know, and what happens when that stops? Okay. Cause they've, they've already made a deal with China and Russia and Iran. And what does that mean? That means that if we, they stop selling their oil in dollars, that means, and they use something else like say the Chinese yuan or which is gold backed or they use some, some other currency, they make deals that way, no one's going to have to hold a dollar anymore, which means it takes it off the reserve currency status, which means all those dollars are going to come flooding back to the United States because people are going to, other countries of the world are going to be dumping them, which means if people think that inflation's bad now, they have no fucking clue. Sorry, I, I just right. had to get that out. Um, I, I'll, I'll just go back to when we were talking about electric vehicles. Um, I, I was just, the only thing I think about electric vehicles is like, uh, I think they're great for, for right now as they have them right now. I think they're good for like, if you just go to work every day, you come home, you don't drive too far, like, you know, normal, I don't know, within like a couple hundred miles of a day of driving. I think they're great. Um, great alternative. Cause that's the cheapest way to do it too. Cause I know friends that have them, um, cheapest thing to do is to get, you know, have an electrician come to your house. They can set up the box at your house. So you can just charge it, plug in your car when you get home. Um, you have to get the little thing installed or whatever, but it's not very expensive to put, you know, to run it off your house meter. Um, and obviously that's going to be a slower charge. You know, it's going to have to charge overnight and stuff to get it up to full. Um, but that's usually plenty of time for the normal job person that, you know, works till six or five or whatever, and then comes home and then they don't go to work till nine the next day. It's plenty of time. Um, so it's great for those kind of things, but my always, my worry has always been that like, cool, like, well, let's say we decide to go all electric or whatever. Cause that seems like a cool idea. Right. Um, and it's less maintenance on your car and all this other stuff, but you do that. And it's like, I don't trust the government to not then 
bring the same tactics they used on gasoline into electricity. Like you can already kind of see it. Like Tesla, when they first started, you bought a Tesla, you got free electric charge at their at their change their supercharger stations. That was free. Like you just go there and you just charge, and it's you're that's part of what you you know you paid extra for the car. That's part of the perk. Whatever you can just go there, you plug in, you get your electric. So you weren't like paying anything. Well, that's slowly, obviously, now that's been a couple years, a few years now, five years or whatever, but now they've started making it where you start paying now. And then that's just, get, so like, we let's say we get rid of gasoline engines and we get rid of gas stations. Let's just pretend we go to that world. Well, all they're going to do is just jack the electric up just to where it was with gasoline prices. And it's going to be the same fucking thing. So, because all, right. like you said, all the, it won't be the money. It won't be the oil companies running the company. It might be, it might be the same companies. It won't be them in charge of the world. It'll be whoever takes over, dominates the electric world. So let's say it becomes China. Guess who that will be? Yeah, probably that will be China. Right, right. But I'm just saying, like that—that's the only thing where I'm just like, you know, they own all of the mineral rights, pretty much, almost like they own three quarters of the mineral rights and all and all these reserves around. The right, world. but that's why they need to like come up with like some sort of system. I don't. I, I mean, I'm not a. I'm not this kind of an expert. Why would China want to do that though? No, I don't I, care I mean, what China. I, I could remember when I, remember when I said that little circle, of the United States, and all the little circles outside are just angles that China have around us. Before you know it, we're completely surrounded. Yeah, no, it's just another circle. Yeah, I know. I understand that, but I'm saying like come up with. I mean, I don't know if electric. Like right now, I think to me personally, I think like hybrid technology is really good because you still get the gas and you get the electric, so you get better range, but it's not fully electric. Because I mean, that's the other thing you can't you can't like you know you, you, like you, your electric car runs out of juice, you have to have like an electric jump pack or whatever <laughs> like one of those extra they make like it's like a gasoline can but it's at but it's electric obviously um you have to buy stuff like that so it's a little different and like we don't have the infrastructure infrastructure yet with like tow trucks i mean tow trucks we have but like you have to be able to go jump you can't you're not you're not jumping an electric car but you have to have those kind of packs on all these cars to be able to do stuff like that and we're, we're just not there yet uh but i well, do think it's a cool idea i mean i think i think gas prices are complete bullshit i think the fact that we like we did this during the pandemic crap, the pandemic bullshit, where we did stuff where like they 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 cut off a pipeline or whatever, and then the next day gas prices went up, which is not how it works in real life. The 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 the, the you know it's going through a refinery, right? All this stuff they're pumping the oil out of the ground, and it goes through a refinery and becomes gasoline down the road, right? And then it has to get shipped here and stuff like that in barrels or whatever and pipes or whatever they're doing with it, and it doesn't affect it the next fucking day. They already have like a reserve set up. So this whole thing, like that's why I said before, like this whole thing with gas prices, all bullshit. It's all manipulative crap. So I don't know if I trust the powers that be, whoever those powers may be to then just be like, Oh cool. Well, here's, here's electric. Here's a, the equivalent of a gallon of gasoline, whatever that is in electricity to run your car, the same amount of distance. Here's the equivalent. Oh, and this is only a dollar. Uh, let's using the, using the dollar as the standard for let's just pretend right so it's only a dollar instead of four dollars for gas or three dollars for gas or five dollars for gas or ten dollars for gas wherever you live right i don't think that's ever going to happen well also think about this for a second too when it comes to like you know this country is big at talking about green energy green energy green energy but i'm all about green energy like i said before but it has to be done the right way and we're one of the only countries in the world that is talking about it this much a lot of other countries that's yeah, all bullshit dude aren't doing it at all yeah because she the big the, superpowers yeah the guys so, the, the guys in the government or whatever that are like going on their fucking you know they're standing up there on their podium saying like green energy green energy whatever all this other bullshit and worry about climate change all this other crap but then they fly around in private jets go fuck yourself just you think I mean? about it how, how are you going to change the world like say say our dipshit politicians not all of them but say a lot of them that that are all pushing this you know, a lot of them are part of that liberal hive mind, but um, look, I'm all I'm all for electric power, okay? But it's got to be done the right way, and it's got to be completely free and unlimited, you know. Um, but if we do go the route that they want to go, which is batteries, the what, what we know as batteries right now, which are lithium, cobalt, you know, and what anthium is that the batteries, nickel too, yeah. uh, um where one of our biggest enemies owns, and when I say enemies, I'm not talking about all the Chinese people, I'm talking about the CCP, owns a majority of those mineral rights all around the world. That just makes, that's just one more thing. We're dependent on them. And when it comes to what the lifeblood of all countries, all countries' lifeblood and the world is energy. That's what keeps it circulating, okay? 
And if you give, say, China complete power over us, not only in the sectors I was talking about, but now on all of our energy, they can just turn it off whenever they want. So what's, what's to say they're not saying, well, you know what? We're not going to sell you this anymore. Right. Well, we already you know? kind of saw that. with. Now them. you're dependent on it. Now you're dependent on it. We're not going to sell it to you anymore. We're not, we're not going to sell you any more minerals. How are you going to make the batteries? Yeah, we saw that with like supply. You're, you're completely off. You're, you're, yeah, you're completely off fossil fuels. What are you going to do? And that's, that's what's so, you know, freaking stupid. It's like China is great at playing the long game. They're, they're, let's be honest, they're better at playing chess than us. That is the truth. Well, you know? I, I think it's just that they're, they're not as greedy. Like America's all about like all the, when you learn like and you study like, learning about the government and different shit they do and stuff like that. And the different politicians doing different things. And you see all like the backdoor bullshit that happens all the time. It, yeah, it's, it, it's all about well, money. That's, Everything that's comes down get, to money. Like it's so greedy, ridiculous. greed and arrogance. And that's what is, like I've said before, that is what's going to be our Achilles heel. That's, that's been the Achilles heel of every massive, you know, superpower slash empire that's ever existed. That's what I'm saying. They get to that point And then they implode. Well, that's what I'm saying. You have like these politicians, like, you know, like I said, like talking about the, you know, let's go green and let's worry about climate change so that I don't have to because I'm dry, flying around in a private jet everywhere. Exactly. Like, like it's all bullshit, you know, and then they try to blame stuff like, oh, it's it's not it's not me flying my jet everywhere because I'm too lazy to get in a fucking car or like take a, you know, a walk or whatever, depending on where they're going. Obviously, it's like, well, let's blame it on the cruise industry. Let's blame it on trains. Let's but they're just They just pick random shit, you know, to blame it on and, and all this other stuff, you know. Oh, and crap, them dude. wanting as fast as they want to go green and, and rely on these batteries and without an infrastructure and without a upgraded grid, um, it makes about as much sense to me as well. Let's just uh, let's quit having manual driving cars and just all of a sudden let's just let's just depend on these self driving cars now. You know, how fucking stupid that is. You know, and or or let's let's. Let's let's have the plan go to completely self-driving cars by by 2035. Not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think in America like Americans yeah. love their cars, so I I, I don't you see know. that happening for I mean, I see it probably happening at some point possibly, maybe down the road. Like right. we've all seen movies and stuff like that. But like it's going to it's going to be that'd be a long fight to the American public to be like you can't ha you can't have your car. Or, I mean, you can, maybe you can maybe you buy a car and it drives itself, maybe that's how it works or maybe they they just have cars that just drive around <laughs> you just pick you up whenever you want i don't know how it would work in the in the way way future but yeah americans aren't gonna be happy with that we like like loud fast high horsepower guzzling cars right and people in america need to ask themselves and i know there's a lot of people out there that have been that are prepared there there's a majority of this country is not it, say hypothetically say um say uh strategic emps are you know, let loose around this country in certain areas and cuts out complete power to this country. Every, everything, every electronic is, is just dead to the world in this country. Think about that for a second. There's going to be no transportation after a certain point. There's going to be no food. There's going to be no police coming. There's going to be no fire and EMS coming. There is going to be no heating. There is going to be no cooling. There is going to be no water unless you go get it yourself and purify it. You are completely on your own unless you establish a network of and community around you. You know, and people don't want to think about that because they think it will never happen in this country. And that's what's going to be, you know their biggest problem because there's going to come a time where something like that is going to happen. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going to cause it, but I mean, and there's a majority of this country is going to be completely unprepared because they had that thought in the back of their mind that it would never happen until it does, you know? And that folks has been Bobby's rant. No, that's not a rant. That's just, uh, that's just, uh, well, I think that was, uh, that was one of my EMS topics for today because it, it, it's a, to me, it's a disorder in this country. It's a disorder that, it's a disorder of denial. It, it really is. That's funny. Because, you know, and, and you, you have family members and friends that are exactly like that. You know, you do, Jason. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, that's like the worst segue. 
What? <laughs> and that was an EMS topic. <laughs> 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 no. You're like, I'm that was an EMS topic EMS because most electric cars are blue and EMS is blue. Thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean, you brought up a good point. Like, you, like while, while they, want, they want to talk about green while they're flying in their freaking, you know, massive carbon producing jets. Yeah. And they but and they try what, to act what, like what, yeah. Where have they have they even begun to come out with a battery powered jet? No, they have come. Now they are working. Heard at, anything? They have work. They do have because uh, I I do. See they have battery powered like human carrying now. drones. Yeah, but they I have mean, boats how, that do. How, they have electric uh, boat uh, engines now. They that are in the you know they're not mainstream yet, but they're coming out with them and they're very high horsepower. They're using that a little bit. Cruise ships are going to. Uh, uh, what's the what's the Whatever the I can't remember the gas. They're going to those kind of gas now ones for power now. So that's kind yeah. of, and they're using like I know with a lot of the cruise ship stuff because I do travel agent stuff. They're doing um the gas powered. The newer ships are gonna have or be gas powered. And then um when they when they when they pull into the ports and you know they're sitting at port for the day where they swat get everybody off, get everybody on, do all that restock all their shit. They are plugged into shore power during that time, just like a boat would be at a dock. Like you pull your boat in, you, you know, if you have a slip at a dock and you're in the water, you pull in you just plug it in and then it's always has power. And then you can just run all your shit and you're not running anything actually off. The, I mean, you're off the boat stuff, but it's plugged in. So it's never going to go down. You're not off the battery anymore. That, and that's right. the same thing with like cruise ships. Cause they're like, okay, we could shut off the engines. We don't, cause we don't have to produce the power from the engines. We can just pull the power from that and then run everything that we do on the cruise you know, all the ships in port because everything still has to run. Like AC has to run, all the water treatment plant, all the lights, all the electricity, all that other stuff has to still run, all the pumps and all that stuff. So it's 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 coming. I, I don't know if it's uh I don't know what the right answer is with that stuff. I'm not a like that kind of person that like can do can plan that stuff. I just know that like gas sucks because of the manipulation. Electric is way cooler right now, but I don't think it'll be cooler in the long run. I think they'll just fuck that up too somehow and because everybody gets greedy then, you know. So I, right. I I just think that's gonna happen, but kind of interesting to to think about though for sure, you know. And they're badass, and electric cars are far superior to combustion engine cars. Far like not even in the same class. It's like well, NFL. And, and like I I, I agree with you there. It's kind of like I think Joe Rogan said it best when he said, uh, "Once you drive a Tesla, it makes other cars look stupid." That's right. Yeah, that's where I pulled that that <laughs> statement I said from because, and it's true because yeah. I I remember I got in one with my friend. She had one, and and we. We drove it like on a back behind a business like alleyway thing. So safe. There's like no one around. There's no fucking traffic or whatever. Right. There's no pedestrian traffic, anything like that. And we we went. uh, I don't know how far we went, but it's, you know, you could see the end line and we went and it was uh, you were hauling ass. Well, let me ask you from from the beginning. And it was like I was like, wow. So you you notice how they feel uh, some of them like especially some of the regular teslas out there i'm not talking about the high-end ones i mean because i you know i don't think i've ever ridden in a high-end tesla like the roadsters and all that shit but the ones you see every day they're even the real nice ones um that you see every day like the, the sedans and whatnot oh, I, the ones i've been in and the electric cars i've been in they seem like they're rickety yeah they're not that, they're not they're, as like plush. they're very thin based like they're not very put together well yeah, I don't. Like they're I, well, very thin based. My friend had a Model Three, I think it was, and I remember it was cool getting into it. Like it had really cool features because I remember like like I'm tall, solid. I'm six two, so like to get into a car, like a car car, you know, you right. have to get low, and it's kind of a little, especially now that I have like a, I have a Forerunner, so I have a tall SUV. Like getting into a car is like. It's, it's, you know, it's a different adjustment for someone who's six two, and but it was kind of cool because she could make the car go up. Right. Like she hit a button and the car goes up and then it's almost like you're just sliding in a truck and then it goes down to the driving position. It was kind of neat. Like it has cool shit like that. But when I got in the car, it was comfortable. Like the seat was fine and everything was fine, but it wasn't like blowing me away with like plushness and, and everything in there looked good, but not great. It wasn't like, it seemed like, because the amount of money you pipe, some of those Teslas are expensive, you know, and you're definitely paying for the engine power and the battery and all that stuff. But I don't know if the, the plushness is there, but then you look at other vehicles now since Tesla. And that was the whole point. Like Elon Musk said, that was why he did all this Tesla stuff was to get other car makers to start making this shit. And now that you see more competition, there are definitely vehicles out there, you know, like the new F one fifty and stuff like that. And, the and the, there's different, like there's probably Cadillac, I think believe has an E vehicle now. And so like, like those are going to be more high end and, and, and the uh, Lexus and all that stuff. Those are going to be more high end and then have the electric power. 
which so that'll be kind of nice because like yeah i didn't think i didn't think a tesla blew me away with like this is the baddest vehicle i've ever been in you know well i mean it's another thing and like i said i'm not trying to defend um oil companies and fossil fuels i'm just speaking the reality you know when it comes to you know oil that's drilled out of the ground there's a lot more uses that we use it for around the world than just you know producing gasoline and and you know lubricant for your vehicles and whatnot i mean petroleum goes into all of your plastics which means a majority of all your medical supplies that aren't metal but they're all plastic you know and, and so many uses for it that you're used to using every single day so it's not like they're going to stop drilling oil once we convert to this. You know, so not only are we going to be, you know, massive quarries in the ground digging for these minerals and, and mines and whatnot, but uh, they're still going to be, you know, drilling for oil out in the oceans and, you know, all around the world. Yeah, that's why I said right now, I th- as of now, I think the best to me, the, I mean, practical wise, because and like I said, if you want to go on like a trip, well, a family trip, to do anything of long distance, you, you might think twice about taking the electric vehicle, even though it might be cheaper, but with the, when you got to figure out like how many times you have to stop and then you add, they did you can watch YouTube videos about all this stuff, but they show like going across country and how many extra, you know, hours and days it might take to do that because of the charging stops, adding up the hours together or the time, the minutes you're doing that to get to different places. Um, and how much then longer that trip takes than it needs to. You know, like you could do a, I could do a 10 hour trip to get to a cruise port, but it might take me 13 hours to do it this way. And I, and like, I remember talking to my wife about it. She was like, yeah, that just seems dumb. You know, like if I can do it in 10 with gas stops, with stopping at a takeout restaurant, like drive through for food or something like that. Why would I want to take 13 hours to do the same trip? You know, if if, to save 50 bucks or a hundred, but whatever, is it really worth it? Like that's, you know, that kind of thing. That's why I think to me right now, hybrid's the best as far as car engines go, because you get the extra length of the battery from the, from the electric side, you get that extra length of duration of your tank. I think that's the way to go in my opinion, but but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But did you want to get into our, our, uh, our real EMS topic of the day? No, I think (laughs) we're gonna have to leave that till next week. Shit. Okay. You're just leaving it on the table. Okay. All right. I'm leaving it on the table. That's a discussion. That's going to be a little teaser for next time. Pretty lengthy. Yeah. It'll be lengthy. Yeah. All right, so we'll 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 uh we'll we'll just, we'll just leave this as a as a non EMS extra, <laughs> a, a bonus content. <laughs> uh, well, to be, to no, be, to be it, fair, it, we did all... do one a couple times ago that was like an hour of EMS as well. So you know, to be fair, we try to balance it out. You know, plus I mean? this is this is unscripted. You know, yeah. everything is on the table. Yeah, sometimes sometimes Bobby goes off script. That happens sometimes. No, no, well, that that's. <laughs> Sometimes you know. Sometimes that's the like, best conversations, though. To be fair, I don't like to keep a script. You yeah, know, that's why it's unscripted. Yeah, is that, is that why we came up with the show? Yeah, I know, that's exactly kidding. why. We I'm did. just being stupid and obvious. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Cap- all right. Cap- well, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Captain Obvious. <laughs> be advised, just to be advised. Be advised. Um, but uh, yeah. So let's let's get. <laughs> what was that? I didn't mean to cut you off. Standing by to stand by. Yeah. Stand yeah. By. Exactly. <laughs> pre alert just to be ready uh all right those are famous like ems terms for those of you who don't know but anyway um well let's wrap it up this year uh please go out and uh like we haven't said this in a while but please like subscribe to our podcast rate and review that always helps get the algorithm out to more and more people we appreciate everybody that listens and uh bobby do you have anything else you want to add before we get out of here no nah, just like what i said before if uh there were you know like i always say don't listen to me don't listen to us do your own research. Yeah, man. It's very it. important. Yeah, it's very of, important. Could have said it better myself. We don't uh we don't uh sponsor any cures on this podcast or anything like that. No. But uh without it further ado, then let's get out of here. Uh fuck Kyle, and we'll see you next week on Paramedics. <laughs> Unscripted. <laughs>